When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. funny about this song the name of the group that does this song is called garbage stupid girl so it makes sense because jessica tish is the commissioner of the sanitation department and the name of the group is garbage yet the name of the song is stupid girl which makes no sense because jessica tish is anything but that went to harvard and has now worked for the nypd department of technology and again is the commissioner of the sanitation department And I was talking to my good friend, the mayor, Eric Adams, yesterday, and I asked, of course, for one of the big three, Jewel with the police, Kavanaugh with the fire, or Jessica with sanitation. And I only wanted to talk to Jessica, and I was really excited that he got her. So on this International Women's Day that we celebrate on WABC, it's an honor to bring on an amazing lady from amazing family, the commissioner of the sanitation department, Jessica Tish. Jessica, it's Sid. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Sid. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's great to have you. You've uh, you've had such an impressive career already coming out of Harvard and, again, NYPD now, sanitation department, of course. Everybody loves your father, James, and, and your whole family, whether it's Lowe's or the Giants. The whole thing It's just a, a very impressive family. Let's start right there. What is it like, Jessica, growing up a Tish? Oh, man, Sid, I wanted to talk trash today. (laughs) You know, Sid, I am very proud of my family because um, when I speak to people on the street, they say many of the same things that you did. And so uh, I have come from a very philanthropic family, a family where everyone values hard work. And so I feel very lucky and privileged. As you should. It is a a great family, and, and you've uh, you've done very very well. And I tell you, uh, I, I moved to Queens, Jess, about uh, six months ago. But I lived on the Upper West Side for a long time, and I would walk two blocks at four o'clock in the morning to the train to go to work, 104th and West End to 103rd and Broadway. And I was paying a lot of rent. It's a lot of money, and so were the buildings next to me. And I swear to you, Jess, I would have to walk through. A hundred bags of garbage. And sometimes rats would even scurry in front of me on my walk to the subway. So when you start changing the set-out times, making it later for people to put out their garbage, I know it sounds like a small thing, but it's not. It's a huge thing. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, it's actually, it's massive. It's bigger than just asking New Yorkers to put their trash out later, which they should because 4 o'clock is a crazy time to put out trash. It's like, hey, let's put out our trash in the middle of the day and let it sit on the curb for 14 hours. Um, But we are also doing more of our collection on the midnight shift as opposed to on the 6 a.m. shift. So it's going to be a 
truly dramatic reduction in the amount of time that trash bags sit on the streets of New York. And I think, you know, we have the reputation trash city. Like, yeah, litter's a problem. We're addressing it. But, like, a big problem is the mounds and mounds and, frankly, mountains of trash bags yep. on our street for 14 hours a day. So hopefully come April 1st, that will improve. It should, because it goes, like you said, from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Now, of course, you can put it out at 6 p.m., but you're supposed to have a bin with a lid on it. So if if, if you see bags out there at 6 o'clock with no, not inside a bin, no lid on it, I would imagine that would be a, a penalty, some type of fine. Will you guys be out there really policing that on a daily basis? So we have a team of both civilian sanitation enforcement agents and sanitation police, and their only job is to uphold the very basic laws around cleanliness for property owners. So things like don't set your trash out early or um, you got to clean. Property owners have to clean 18 inches into the street in front of their property, like very basic things that are just like part of the social contract. And if they're not done, the city looks filthy. So, yes, we will be. We are. We do enforce the basic rules of cleanliness in New York City. We have to. This is the Sanitation Commissioner Jessica Tish on this wonderful International Women's Day here with me, Sid. Uh, talk about the cleanliness initiatives that you put into place. I, I know one in particular, which is important, again, because I, I get off off ramps and on ramps. And uh, a lot of neighborhoods that uh, would fall into this category, the no man's lands, again, underpasses, medians, greenways, Talk about the cleaning effort there. Yeah, for decades, there were certain parts of the city that were just never cleaned. And they were never cleaned because of a bureaucratic mess around them. So the sanitation department didn't have jurisdiction to clean them. It was unclear whose responsibility it was. And Mayor Adams recently cleaned up that mess. And he said, sanitation department, you are now responsible for cleaning the city. All the underpasses, all the overpasses, all the medians, all the greenways. And we hired a team of hundreds of sanitation workers. And this is what they do all day, every day. And they do a great job of it. So these parts of the city that hadn't been cleaned in decades are now cleaned regularly. And one of those is the on and off ramps on the highways. I mean, I'm always I'm always shocked, Jess, when, when I'm getting off uh, an exit and the amount of dirt and garbage on the side of the road. It just, there's just no reason for it. Just, so I'm glad to see that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a nice one. No, and and the, the on and off ramps, like particularly there were some on and off ramps in the Bronx. Uh, when, when we looked at them about like six months ago, they were not to be believed. Yeah. They were really, really gross. And so the mayor saw it. I saw it. So we started doing this supplemental cleaning of those on and off ramps. And I think that they look meaningfully better. Still more work to do, but those on and off ramps look a lot better. Yeah, it's so funny, Jesse. Go, still more work to do. I don't care what department you're running, whether you're Keyshawn running the police, uh, your friend Laura running the FDNY, you sanitation, the mayor trying to run this city. Isn't there always more work to do? <laughs> like, like, but there oh, is. That's, that's why I've been able to do 15 years in government, never gotten bored. Right, that's true. Hey, the litter basket service, I also think, is going to go a long way in cleaning up the city and maybe even reduce something I mentioned earlier, Jessica, which is that rat problem here in New York. Without a doubt. the During the pandemic, Sid, like, I think all New Yorkers saw that the city got meaningfully dirtier. And that was because 
the Department of Sanitation's budget for the basic cleanliness stuff, like clearing out the litter baskets, was completely defunded in March of 2020. Mayor Adams restored the whole thing and more. I call it restore and more. So we are running more litter basket service in the city of New York today than we ever have in our history. We are clearing more litter baskets every day than we ever have. And the great news is this is a place where we have wonderful data. The 311 complaints about overblowing litter baskets, they're down almost 60% as a result. Wow, that is a big deal. The largest year-over-year decrease. So we're seeing nice data from some of these initiatives. You know, my background is in data, so I really want to see that, and I'm really thrilled by it. Composting. I know uh, for 20 years, it's kind of, it's been, it's out there, right? It's out there, but I'm not sure most New Yorkers participate, care, even know what it is. I uh, brought up composting to my stamp this morning, Jessica. They had no idea what I was talking about, but it looks like there has been a return to enthusiasm for that. And again, that is another way to help really clean up the city. It is a way to clean up the city. And what's happened is the mayor has said, We are going to roll out weekly compost service to every resident in the city on their recycling day. So when you put your metal, glass, and plastic out, if you got food scraps, if you have a yard, throw your yard waste in a bin and just leave it out, and the Department of Sanitation will come pick it up. And instead of it sitting in a landfill for 10 years, 20 years, uh, releasing methane, We'll compost it. We'll create soil out of it. Now, I think the reason that many New Yorkers have not participated in the past is it was only designed the program for the truest of the true believers. You had to jump through every hoop you could imagine <laughs> to participate. Yeah, yeah. What we are saying is, like, keep it simple. Don't talk to people about methane. Talk to them about rats. The trucks are going to roll every week reliably on their recycling day. And if they're doing some gardening, God bless Leave it out in the bin. We'll come pick it up, and it won't go to landfill. You know, last like week the mitzvah of the day. Yes. Uh, so last week we had that um, the snowstorm. It turned out not to be a snowstorm, thank God. But uh, John Dean was on predicting maybe as much as six inches in the city. I think we got an inch and a half. I'm not sure. In fact, it's kind of odd that we're into the second week of March almost, and we've had very little snow, which makes your job easier. Because I go back to the de Blasio era when they had that surprise November snowstorm years and years ago, and the sanitation department took a beating for what did or didn't happen that day. So the snow removal issue has not been a big deal for you so far this year, Jess, because there's been no snow. Blessedly, it has not. But that doesn't mean that we don't talk about it every single day at the Department of Sanitation. First thing I do when I get into work in the morning as I meet with all of the chiefs and we discuss the forecast and the weather and increasingly the fact that there is no snow. Right. That's good. Thank God. So on the way out, you know, at least five times in this conversation, you mentioned Mayor Eric Adams and his his enthusiasm, if you will, in your job and cleaning up this city, making this city better. And you know there's been articles written time and time again the last couple of weeks how a conservative Republican radio host can be friends with a Democrat mayor, and we don't care. We are friends. I think Eric Adams is doing a good job. There's a lot more work to do. He'll be the first to admit it. The first to admit it. It's a tough city, and it was a mess when he took over. But clearly, you are very appreciative of what the mayor gave to you. That's, that's evident during this whole conversation. 
the mayor cares about the things that affect New Yorkers' lives. One of those things is the cleanliness of their streets and their neighborhoods. And he has given money and resources and people to the Department of Sanitation so that we can provide excellent service for New Yorkers to restore dignity and order to people's communities. Wow. Well, he certainly hired the right person to run that department. You, Jessica Tish, it's an honor to have you on. Congratulations, International Women's Day, on your your great position, uh, the job that you do every day. And please send my best to Josh Goodman. I like that guy, too. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming on today. Great job, Jessica. God bless you. Thanks, Sid. Bye. Take care. Jessica Tish the commissioner of the sanitation department right here on Sid and Friends in the morning as we continue to honor great women. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.